this is Michael Bosey. Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing. Feels good to be back at the mic this week, you know, after a little break over the holidays and the new year. It's time to start the brand new season of Marketing Without the Marketing. Now, I was going to wait until next week to publish the first episode of this season, but there was a little piece of news last week that caused me to sort of come back and get to the mic again. And, you know, it was not so much about the news itself, but really for the larger problem that it illuminates. So let's start with the news first. Uh, Last week, Ev Williams, the founder of Twitter and Medium, announced that they were changing direction with Medium. So quoting from an article called Renewing Medium's Focus uh, that was published on January 4th, I'll quote from Ev Williams, uh, as of today, we are reducing our team by about one third, eliminating 50 jobs, mostly in sales support and other business functions. We are also changing our business model to more directly drive the mission we set out on originally. Now, the result of this, as you can see, is 30% reduction in staff. Uh, the details of the new direction by Ev uh, yet to come. But here's the thing. There are two big takeaways from this that I want to share. The first, let's be honest, is that like Twitter, Medium has not figured out how to make money yet, or at least I should say they've not figured out how to create a sustainable revenue stream. But the bigger and more interesting issue is that of direction, not just what it means for Medium or Twitter for that matter, but what it means for you as well. And I'll get to what it means for you in particular at the end of this episode. So stick with me until the end, please. Now, the change in business model is what could be very interesting. I mean, no one wants to hear of a company that's just downsized, uh, you know, 30% of the staff laid off. Never good news. And look, it's not to say that this new direction, they'll even get it right. I mean, one could argue that they haven't so far, but I'm always interested in those who try. So back to quoting Ev Williams, while we could continue on our current path, and there is a business case for doing so, we decided that we risk failing on our larger original mission if we don't make some proactive changes while we have the momentum and resources to do so. And, you know, I left a link in the show notes for you so that you can read these for yourself. It's a really worthwhile article to read um, as, you know, anything of this type by someone who's you know, a prominent member of the tech community has built uh, something from uh, nothing into a very prominent platform and one could argue a very successful company. Um, And here's the reason why, because uh, again, quoting from the article, 2016 was our best year yet. Key metrics such as readers and published posts we're up approximately 300% year on year. And we witnessed important stories published on Medium from world famous leaders to unknown individuals on a daily basis. So, you know, with all that, why not continue on their current path, right? After all, it does seem like they are having a lot of success. And I'll point you at this point to another article by M.G. Siegler, called Long Medium, uh, left a link in the show notes uh, for you for that too, about how even in the face of these gaudy usage metrics, quoting uh, Siegler, that it behooves no one to simply continue down a path if you know the end result isn't ultimately going to be successful. Okay, so here's the thing. As I've said before, there's often a race to the bottom when it comes to producing content. Every day, 
I teach people to build an audience using content. So obviously this is going to be of particular interest to me. But in talking about content marketing uh, and getting found via SEO, for instance, you'll never hear me talking about using cheap tactics that go for the cheap click. And it seems that Ev Williams was annoyed by this too. Again, quoting from Ev's article, the problem, as we saw it, was that the incentives driving the creation and spread of content were not serving the people consuming it or creating it or society as a whole. Now, in other words, in the web's pay-per-click model, you get what you pay for. Clicks, right? If you incentivize clicks as the metric that matters, the thing that people will pay for, meaning advertisers, then what do you think the behavior is going to be? Right? Whole industries have been built around this. Click farms, content farms, clickbait, and a whole raft of other tricks used to deceive you into clicking. If you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that nothing drives me crazy more than that type of behavior, this sort of deception into getting you to do something that you didn't want to do. But Ev also keyed in on another big problem of the web, which quite honestly has gone largely unaddressed. So again, quoting from this article, Upon further reflection, it's clear that the broken system is ad-driven media on the internet. It simply doesn't serve people. In fact, it's not designed to. The vast majority of articles, videos, and other content we all consume on a daily basis is paid for directly or indirectly by corporations who are funding it in order to advance their goals. So looking critically at his own creation, Medium, again quoting Ev Williams, we had started scaling up the teams to sell and support products that were at best incremental improvements on the ad-driven publishing model, not the transformative model we were aiming for. To continue on this trajectory put us at risk, even if we were successful business-wise, of becoming, and here it is, I love this, an extension of a broken system. I just love the way that he put that, an extension of a broken system. And I certainly saw this firsthand when I was at my first startup, which was Flat World Knowledge. Uh, this was back in 2009, and we were trying to fix the very, very broken textbook publishing industry. And without going into the, all the boring details uh, of the business, I can tell you that the only times where I was disappointed in us as a team was when we leaned back to what we knew, which was traditional publishing. So whenever things were difficult or in doubt, we kind of, you know, we went back to the tried and true, or at least we, we sort of leaned in that direction. And looking back at it now, that was almost always a mistake. Now, when you have a you know, a new concept or a new vision, you have to stick with that vision even when it's challenged, right? And that's, of course, not to say that you go all in and make dumb decisions out of pure dogma, but it does mean you won't get anywhere if you only make the easy decisions. So I really appreciate what Ev is doing or what he's trying to do, right? So again, quoting from this article, we decided we needed to take a different and bolder approach to the problem. We believe people who write and share ideas should be rewarded on their ability to enlighten and inform, not simply their ability to attract a few seconds of attention. Now think about that for a second. Imagine a web where that was the case, right? It wasn't being rewarded on clicks and clickbait and these sort of cheap tricks. Content creators 
Creators of all types were rewarded on their ability to inspire, enlighten, inform, educate, entertain, and that was really the only metric. I mean, that really is the ideal of the web. You know, in its most ideal form, of course, it falls far, far short of that, but that is the ideal version that we could all have. Now, is Ev Williams and his team the one who's going to fix this? Uh, look, the odds are against it, <laughs> but I do appreciate that that at least they're trying, and I do appreciate this sort of high-minded, goal-oriented language that is really, you know, it's kind of a moonshot in a way. So again, uh, quoting from Ev Williams, so we are shifting our resources and attention to defining a new model for writers and creators to be rewarded based on the value they're creating for people and toward building a transformational product for curious humans who want to get smarter about the world every day. It is too soon to say exactly what this will look like. This strategy is more focused, but also less proven. Now, I love that as well, that it's more focused but less proven. I mean, look, if we only take a proven path, there's no innovation, right? It's really that simple. All right, one more lesson from all this. I promised that I would speak to what it means for you in particular, and here it is. What if Medium fails? I mean, if this isn't a direct lesson about digital sharecropping, I don't know what is, right? As great as Medium is, what happens if you've put all your effort into building your audience on Medium, and then Medium pulls up the stakes and packs up the tent? What happens if it disappears for good? Where does your audience go? Now, this is a worst case scenario, but look, it happens all the time. Platforms come and go, even the ones that you think will be secure. I mean, look at Twitter. For all the good things about Twitter, and you know that I love Twitter, let's face it, it's also a lot of trolls and bots and a few figures, one in particular who can change an entire sector of the economy in 140 characters. Now, do you think that Ev and his team will figure this one out too or not? And look, as much of a part of our lives as Facebook is, do you really think that Facebook couldn't disappear too? I mean, it could happen in one big flush, taking all the fake news with it, or more likely it'll probably just fade away into irrelevance as, you know, as its demographic broadens and, and also as the echo chamber intensifies too. Now, we could debate about this for hours, whether these things are going to live or die or fade or, or get bigger or whatever, but just the fact that it's possible is the problem that you and I are concerned about, right? So let me be very, very clear about this. Use these platforms for outreach, but as much as you can, build on your own property. If your audience is not on your property, they're not your audience. It's really that simple. Okay, so I think I'll leave it right there. Like I said, I left links for you uh, to these articles. I want to give credit to Ev Williams, since I quoted liberally from his piece, but also give credit, the tip of the cap, just, you know, for making a hard decision. This stuff is tough. Obviously, laying off people is never fun. Uh, it's never good news. Uh, but in trying to forge a new path, you know, I wish Ev and his condensed team all the best in, in you know, trying to do what he set out to do, which is to make the web a better place. And we sure could use that. So anyway, until next week, thank you so much for listening. I'm really glad to be back and really glad to be talking to you again and really appreciative of the attention that you give me. All right. See you next week. <laughs>